With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mornings with Kelly Golden. Summer Valmere, Wiley Johnson. How often do you get, you know, a full wide open microphone to brag all you want? We made some accomplishments uh, in government. Uh, one of the best accomplishments that I can think of is uh, the increased amount of transparency we have in government. Our website has increased exponentially. We've uh, started to stream, live stream our meetings, council meetings. We have minutes on the web. We have the same package that the councilmen have to look at on the website. Now, see, that's important because you've got people, you know, running around chasing their tails all the time, all the families out there in Somerville sitting in traffic, of which we'll talk about here coming up. Um, That's great for them to be able to go check that out, you know, streaming online, on demand kind of thing. It's the society we live in now, though. (laughs) It is. It is. And, uh, you know, I I think what we really are are talking about, what we really are thinking about uh, in Somerville is... Uh, getting more information out, making it more available, making the minutes available even in draft form, and not just after they're approved a month after the meeting. And this is, uh, you know, this has to do with an attitude change, and hopefully we can make that happen. Well, so let's talk about because the first time I had you on air, I remember we were talking about the power struggle in the in the town of Somerville versus the, the what the power the mayor has versus what council has, and I think people have gotten lost in that whole struggle and and where we are with that is that going to change? It's possible that it will change. Uh, it it's going to have to uh, be dependent on elections before it really changes. Uh, And when we talk about change, the powers of the mayor were basically constant up until um, last year in February, when the council, uh, for one reason or another, decided to reduce the powers of the mayor. And that's what keyed the referendum. And so 6,000 people signed, over 6,000 people signed the referendum to make the mayor's powers more stable. And that's what it was all about, and to bring back the powers that were taken away by the council. And But that was defeated. But it was a real um, election, almost. It was a re-election. And quite frankly, we lost the battle uh, in uh, probably the social media. What, what does that mean moving forward then? So for someone in Somerville listening, does that mean um, you have a problem, you go to your council person, pick up the phone, call the mayor, doesn't matter? It, it As far as the people in Somerville are concerned, it doesn't really matter a whole lot. But the mayor just simply does not have the authority that previous mayors have had. Mm-hmm. In other words, I can't just call Stormwater and say, hey, look, go over and clean out this ditch. 
However, uh, you know, I have a very good relationship with most of the people that uh, department heads, the department heads. And if I called uh, one of the, uh, uh, well, Stormwater, for example, and said, hey, look, Mrs. So-and-so's ditch is all clogged up. Could you go over and clean it out? I'm sure it would happen. I would hope so. It seems wild. America can get a ditch cleaned yeah, out, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, the face of Somerville, I grew up in Somerville. I talk about, you know, Somerville is such a wonderful place. Um, and city center in Somerville hasn't changed all that much, but will that remain that way? I'm hopeful that we can uh, improve the look of downtown Somerville. After all, that is really one of our claims to fame. It's the small town appeal. And along with that goes the uh, the trees, the tree-lined streets, the look, the feel, the ambiance of Somerville. You can't get that back very easily once it's gone. And so you have to be protective and maybe a little overprotective of it. I'm just thinking of the struggles as we sit here east of the Cooper. You know the struggles here in Mount Pleasant with that very same problem. We were just talking to the mayor about that on air here recently. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I don't, I don't, um, I, well, I sympathize with what Mount Pleasant's going through, but it certainly should be an indication of what can happen to Somerville if we are not good stewards of what we have. Well, it's a tough struggle because there are property rights, and then there's, you know, the trying to fit in with uh, with change, but maybe not so much that there's this massive thing that doesn't quite fit in. So it's there's a lot there's a lot there. I don't envy what's happening here east of the Cooper and the and the mayor. Well, there are ways to deal with uh, with the growth problems, with the infrastructure changes, uh, and what we're doing right now is. Uh, Implementing uh, a different zoning uh, scheme is uh, UDO, Uniform Development Ordinance, and which will change the way that uh, we really look at property. And we may uh, end up having overlay areas that restrict certain types of property in certain places or allow certain types of properties in, in certain places. And, and, of course, there are tremendous challenges now with Uh, Things like tiny houses with Airbnb and all of those things we're having to deal with, having to think about. And and we'll certainly be getting ready for that uh, in the next um, next year. Well, I'm curious how you'll deal with that. I know in the city of Charleston at the time, I think it was Mayor Joe Riley. I'm pretty sure they put some kind of extra accommodations tax on that. Would you do the same in Somerville? Well, you know, all options are on the table. And, Fair warning for those Airbnbers out there. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, there are a lot of questions that that raises. Uh, can you just simply rent out a room in your house uh, and not be uh, not have the same rules and regulations that a uh, let's ben just say a, a regular right next bed and breakfast? Yeah. That's right. And, yeah. and so. Those those questions we're going to have to deal with and have to answer. Yeah, and uh, and um, the the population boom in Somerville. I mean, look at uh, all the new stuff as you drive. You know, inbound on I twenty six. What do you expect in the next decade? I mean, we hear these statistics like forty plus people are moving to the Low Country every day. Well, and and that number includes the births and the deaths. So as yes, uh, a uh, 
really a, an aggregate of, of uh, what we're seeing. And um, anyway, I am, um, I guess, optimistic about the growth in Somerville, and that is our main challenge, is the growth in Somerville. Uh, we have somewhere around 51,000 people now. I foresee within the next uh, 10 years having a city of 100,000 people. Now, we'll still call ourselves a town. Double the population in 10 years. I, I, I can see that happening, and that's not just through growth, but it's through annexation, which needs to happen just for efficiency of operation. But along with the growth, we have uh, other challenges, such as traffic, which is probably uh, people see that as our number one challenge. Yeah. And it is a big challenge, and we're working on that. Uh, the Berlin G Parkway, we may be able to put that out for bid mid-year uh, this year. And I'm, I'm hopeful we can do that and maybe start construction by the end of the year. I know that's optimistic. We've been looking at this for decades. Yeah. Um, the other, well, there's always 526. You could go and look that way if you want something even more, uh, even worse, though. <laughs> at well, least you're not, you're not there yet. <laughs> Or is that 40-plus years? Well, we almost are. Oh, geez. You know, when we started talking about the Berlin G back in the 70s, you know, and at that time, we talked about a northern expressway. We didn't really know what it was or what it meant. We just knew that that was something that was going to come. And now it's basically the Maple Street extension going into uh, the Nexton Exchange, mm-hmm. the interchange. And so what I want to do right now and what I am fighting to do is make sure that that stretch of road from the interchange into town has lighting on it. That's something that wasn't in the original plan, but that's something that I am trying to make happen. Streetlights, stoplights? What do you mean? Streetlights. Mm-hmm. Streetlights. And uh, another thing uh, that we need to do with streetlights is uh, increase the look of, uh, of the area that encompasses downtown. Mm. And, and the way you do that is... You make sure that all the street uh, markings are painted correctly. We have the right street lights up. We have uh, arms uh, that hold the traffic lights that look good. They all match. Yeah, yeah. It's the aesthetic thing that City Charleston for sure has nailed. And we increase the uh, street lighting along streets that don't have it right now, that are right downtown. Yeah. Those are the things that... uh, investors look at uh, when they come in. It's a feel more than anything else. It's you've arrived downtown. We, we need to uh, increase, uh, I think, the streetlights from the downtown Hutchinson Square area all the way out to the interstate on Main Street. All right, so, and how all of this fits together is important. We need to connect the bike and uh, pedestrian trails. That is is very important, especially to uh, a younger group of people who are moving in. They they would, you know, right now we've got, what, four, five miles of bike trails. Well, if we connect those with the bike trails that are going in on Maple Street, that automatically triples the amount of bike trails. Well, if it goes all the way out to 176 and the widening project that Berkeley County is going to do, now, all of a sudden, we've got a loop 
that maybe would be 20 miles. And if you start to consider Summers Corner and Summers Drive and get Dorchester County to work with us on that, we can have a a great um, uh, interactive or interconnected group of trails. Now, the COG, the uh, Berkeley, uh, uh, Charleston, Dorchester County uh, Council of Governments, uh, they are looking at a pedestrian uh, bike uh, plan for the Tri-County area. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm excited about that, and I, I look for great things to come out well, of that. Well, that all sounds great for quality of life issues, but when people are sitting in traffic, they're more concerned about how the heck can they get in and out of town. Or maybe they could stay in town. You've mentioned in the past, hey, let's bring our jobs here so you don't have to go and sit in traffic for over an hour to get somewhere else. I, and I think that's going to happen. Uh, you know, just just talking about traffic, I, I think the Maple Street extension and the next uh, interchange is going to give people lots of other options other than Main Street uh, mm-hmm. to get out of town. And, of course, coming down the road is uh, a Phase 3B of 78. All right, at... Phase 3B uh, will widen 78 to 5 lanes all the way through the middle of, of Somerville, past uh, the Berlin G to the Charleston County line. Now, that is in, important because that will help uh, take the, the traffic that comes into town off of Maple Street Extension mm-hmm. and disperse that. Uh, so... There, so what's the timeline on that? That's what people want to know. Well, we don't have any money for that. So timeline is that's to be continued. Yeah. Well, where's the money coming from? That's a good question. And it's going to be a combination of uh, state, local money and federal money. So does that mean because we keep hearing about, you know, state lawmakers are meeting here days away, if not hours at this point uh, for a new year. And we keep talking about gas tax. Do you support Mm -hmm. a gas tax hike? Well, I think it's that more money for our infrastructure is is necessary. And where that comes from, the uh, the legislators up in uh, Columbia are going to decide that. And I've heard all kinds of different options, different ideas, um, and it's going to be hammered out. So to to support one over the other right now, let's just wait and see what they come up with. It's, it's a heck of a fight, though, because Columbia, they, you know, everybody likes to squirrel away their projects in other places. And I feel like the low country, here we are throwing a lot of money at Columbia, and it's not all coming back. We saw that happen with 526. Well, I think it's obvious that really the low country, the the port in particular, uh, is the spark plug for the economy of South Carolina and the surrounding areas around South Carolina. So we've got to make sure that we don't strangle the port. Uh, right now, uh, everybody knows that I-26 is, is pretty much maxed out. We need to concentrate on our rail traffic. Uh, anything that we can do to uh, keep from strangling the port, uh, I, I think, is, is necessary. And, and we're certainly uh, talking about that on a tri-county 
uh, level. You, you spoke of rail traffic. People in the past have brought up a high-speed rail right up the median of I-26 from Somerville to Delft. Now, I don't know who the heck's going to pay for that. Sounds pretty expensive to me. Well, it and the thing about it, it just it takes so long for these projects to get approved. I think the Alt I twenty six inquiries that we have had over the past few years uh, brought up the point that it takes almost ten years just to get approval for projects, and not to mention you know, where is the money coming from, and down here. Uh, well, South Carolina in general, we've been 4 million people, you know, and you can equate that to the amount of tax money that you have to spend on projects. You don't have that much. And we've always been in the situation where uh, growth outstrips our infrastructure all the time, continuously. And I don't see any end to that. Right. Any way to catch up. I mean, if you're talking about doubling your population in Somerville over the next 10 years, um, I I would ask then, you know, how are you going to get a handle on, um, like in West Ashley and the city of Charleston issues or they're building apartments everywhere, but the roads can't handle that. And then what does that mean for the tax base versus a homeowner and neighborhoods and then the pressure on schools? Well, you know, the... The schools don't seem to suffer because everybody uh, realizes how important they are, and they are certainly willing to bite the bullet for for the children. And when you start to mention West Ashley, I, I keep thinking about the uh, roads that are supposed to go through from West Ashley up through Dorchester County on around to the interstate. That would be the extension of Bees Ferry. Right. Well, not really. Bees, or Glen McConnell. Glen sorry. McConnell <laughs> yes. that goes across Bees Ferry, and that is something that I, I think is going to be very important. We need to really uh, jump on and get it going. Uh, hopefully, by the end of the year, we can get uh, the uh, bids out on the extension of the Burlington Myers Parkway in Somerville. That will be a big deal. The seventy-eight Phase Three B project will be a big deal. The Maple Street extension will be a big deal. So all of those together, uh, in concert with what the COG is doing and the Glenn McConnell coming through, uh, basically uh, Del Mar Highway, Summers Road, uh, Summers Drive, uh, 17A, uh, going up toward Ridgeville, that is going to be just tremendously important for for handling the growth in our area. We've got new schools. You know, we're still uh, working on uh, building the schools uh, with the last bond issue. Uh, we're probably going to have to have another bond issue soon, and we need uh, at least one uh, elementary school, one middle school, and another high school. So that'll be four high schools for Dorchester County. And um, I, I think we all realize the trouble we get into if we don't plan the transportation arteries into the schools before we build them. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it sounds like there's a lot for 2017 and beyond on the plate <laughs> for the town of Somerville surrounding. Well, you know, it's not, it's not just... Uh, what you see with traffic uh, infrastructure, 
that that's that is a part of it. But you've also got to think about how do you grow the town government efficiently, and and it's it's a, a hard nut to crack sometimes when you're moving from a small town government to a city government, and you've got to make sure that you do it in an efficient way, and that goes with the fire department, the police department, and of course the the city uh, employees. You know, yeah. Just a bigger way of thinking. Yeah. And and so along with that, there are things that you don't necessarily think about, uh, like uh, for 2017, I hope that we'll uh, complete a security system for the town hall, long overdue, but uh, hopefully we can get that done. We need to uh, redo uh, the ordinances, overhaul the ordinances of the town, some of which haven't been looked at since the early 1900s. I thought you were going to say 1800s. <laughs> There's that. Well, you know, <laughs> probably 1800s. Yeah, probably, some of those. probably. Who be. knows? <laughs> um, well, all right. So, and what about everyone? What, what about Costco? Is that a rumor? Costco's coming. It's always been a rumor. It's been a rumor for years. Uh, it, I think uh, we're getting a BJ's which is, I think it's going to be a smaller type box store than, than Costco. Uh, it was announced, I read in the paper the other day, that uh, we're getting a, a Sam's uh, Club out in uh, Nexton. So, you know, the development is coming. We've got uh, development that's going on the Berlin G uh, between 78 and Lowe's. And that whole area is going to be developed in the next year, year and a half. What, anything you want to tell us about what's coming? Do you well, know? Well, uh, <laughs> athletic stores, uh, clothing stores, you know, sporting goods. Uh, the other stores that are coming, I I don't know about mm-hmm. uh, yet. But it's that whole area there that is nothing but pine woods right now is going to be developed. Heard it here first. All right. Anything else I'm asking you, Mayor? You want to share? I think we've pretty much covered it. Kelly Golden, tomorrow at 6 on 94.3 WSC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.